Welcome to episode 58 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, this is Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thumbel Hemingway, a.k.a. Bastion Sucks, because I don't fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little. Um, I know you said this one might go over people's heads, so I'm going to try it anyways. Shout out to all my TFC heads, a.k.a. K. Bastion Diovinko. Whoa, that's I don't know if that's a good one, but whatever. Let me, let me know. It's over. K. Bastion Diovinko. Um... AKA, it's not me, it's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now. As always, I'm here with Nivek. Hey, it's Nivek, aka Nivape, aka Mr. Run Up On Your Girl, Say Hello, Then Run Away, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Tukak Shakur, aka Lil Couch. And we have no guests today. Yeah, as we promised, we're doing our, uh, our weekly episodes here. And most of them, or some of them, are just going to be the two of us. Sometimes we'll have a friend, sometimes we'll have maybe a guest. You know, um, but you know, this is, this is how we, this is how we, this is how we grow following right here. Okay. It's raw. It's uncut. That's right. 18A. Uh, 18. <laughs> um, mm. but we know nothing about growing a following. We just, uh, we just have nothing better to do really at the end of it. But, uh, Nivek, man, tell me, how are you feeling? How are you doing today? Man, uh, you know. Just got fired last week. Yes. That's let's, how we're gonna let's talk about this, man. Let's jump right into it. Mm. So, you know, at the top of this year, this kind of relates to how I'm going with this future thing. At the top of this year, I told myself, hey, I'm going to stop hating. Stop hating on things. Stop hating on people. Okay. But you know what? After I got this firing, I thought, it's okay to hate. It's okay to be back to Hayden, which is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Going back to Hayden today. Um, okay, why? Let's talk about why. What triggered this reverting back to Hayden? You know what? I've uh, experienced a lot of L's this year. Okay. It's big L's. Shout out to the New York uh, MC, RIP. <laughs> Some big L's, some little L's. There's probably a little L out there. And you know what? These L's, they hit you. And they make you harder. Mm. They make your shell harder. Give me another mmm. Mmm. <laughs> After I make these points, you got to give me those mm. The funk flex mmm's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give you the gurus as well. Mmm. Okay. And... After I get these L's, I feel like, you know what? I can go back to the old me. <laughs> Tell us about the old you. The old me? Just 50 pounds lighter. Hating. 90 I, pounds soaking wet. I weighed maybe 110 pounds. Hey, man, no, I'm not coming for your way. I'm sorry. That was, the old you is just as, as healthy and full as you are now. But please go ahead. Tell us more about the old you. And the old me just... Uh, the old me didn't give a f. <laughs> okay, is that really true? Oh man, I was just going through it, not yeah. giving a f, <laughs> and that's how I am now. You know. Okay. Just don't, don't care again. You know what? You know what that means? Don't care again. Please elaborate. Hate on people. Drive while drunk. <laughs> oh my god! No! 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, hold on a second. Let's pause. What else does that mean? I might wear loafers. Okay, you're wearing oh, that's loafers. What I'm, gonna do. Well. I'm gonna. I'm not wearing sneakers anymore. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of buying a pair of sneakers, ruining them. That's fair. And then having to, you know, buy some more sneakers. Mm. I'm just buying one pair of black loafers. Alden loafers, man. Looking, look into Alden loafers. Shout out to my good friend Andrew Tan for putting me on to Alden, uh, eh? putting me on to the finest men's footwear um alden i believe they're a london brand that have, has existed for a really long time and they make damn good shoes look into them you know what but don't drive drunk, back drunk when I was, sorry 
You're going to come back into that. <laughs> back when I had my short stint in Nordstrom, yes. I saw the dude, yeah, he had like some nice loafers and it's from England. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I got it for like, oh, 20 quid. I was like, I don't know what That's a lot. quid is. <laughs> I don't even know what a quid is. Uh, but It's kind of candy, like, man. They were like super nice. And he's like, yeah, you can only get them in London. And uh, I wrote them down. I don't remember what they were, but they were like weaved. Weaved? They were like for the summer, you know, they had holes in them and s- stuff like that. Huh. Sounds like a pair of Crocs. You're just wearing a pair of loafer Crocs? They were loafer Crocs pretty much, but they looked nice. Damn. And, you know, um, so as I was back to what I was saying. Yeah, back to what you're saying. No uh, drunk driving. So what did I say? Um, you said hating, hating people, drunk driving, loafers. loafers. Let's go back to the middle one. No, no drunk driving, guys. Okay. Come on, we can't, we can't be doing that out here, man. Can't be putting our lives at risk, our friends' lives at risk. Yeah, I'm obviously playing. Don't do that. God damn. If it. you're if you're going behind the wheel and you don't care about you know who's in the whip, your state, then uh, hop out real quick. Call hop an Uber, out. man. Call it. And you know what? Ubers are exp- Ubers can be expensive depending. Like, let's say if. Uh, if you're you're wasted in North York mm-hmm. and you live in Pickering, that's a hefty Uber. That's that right. is probably like what maybe maybe eighty to hundred, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. It's very true. And but I mean eighty bucks over catching the Dewey, aka the DUI, yep. and spending fifteen grand. Mm-hmm. And you know what I I I know because you know you're, when you're in that broke broke boy state of mind. State of mind. You're in that broke boy state of mind. You're B- thinking BBSM. There you go. Is that BBSM? Broke boy state released. Yeah, BBSM. You're thinking, I don't want to blow a hundred bucks on this Uber, but the hundred is better than fifteen G's. Or your life, you know. I mean, if you care about your life, then life factors into that as well. I hope so. But, and the lives of others is critical. And even if you're solo. You know, you're impacting the lives of mm-hmm. other whips, you know, other people and other cars. And that's so. just a fact. Who's that sponsored by, man? Who's that PSA sponsored by? Breitbart.com. <laughs> for your number one source of entertainment, sports news, celebrity gossip, and overall fun. And progressive news. Progressive news. Please visit HTTPS colon, S colon forward slash forward slash. Uh, Breitbart.com. <laughs> Uh no no way we don't, we don't support that. <laughs> if that was imagine they they reached out to us hey boys you guys looking for a little placement uh if we got one for Breitbart that would be pretty sad how much would you give in for <laughs> nothing I could never do it I would never five hundred never each no way no way a grand each no way not a I chance think in for hell. a grand each no way not a chance at all or I would spend the whole episode just ripping into how bad their pieces are I would like to think I have some kind of integrity you know i would hope so did you see that twitter post of that girl that said enough is enough i can't i'm finally unveiling my uh love for trump and then she has like a bucket hat that says make uh, oh wow. good again. i'm like how did you get the bucket she hat? got Rare the release. exclusive yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but Clearly. then she threw up a uh what is that thing a link for What's that uh, website, crowd crowdfunding? Uh, like GoFundMe? GoFundMe. And said, like, oh, my parents kicked me out because of my support for Trump. Please donate. And uh, Tammy, Tommy, Lauren, or whatever yeah, yeah, her name yeah. is, picked it up. And, like, a bunch of other uh, neo-Nazis slash Republicans. And they were like, oh, well, let's donate. They donated 150 k to her. Wow. And then she's like, psych. Never supported them. And then never supported Trump, that is. Wow. And just took the money and dipped. And to her... She is my hero for this year. <laughs> wow. That's pretty phenomenal. You think she made the, the bucket MAGA hat herself? I mean, let's say it, it's like 40 bucks to make that. <laughs> yeah. 150K yeah, yeah, yeah. she came up. Damn. And you know how much time she spent on that? Maybe an hour making yeah. the GoFundMe, fill That's out right. your name, address, tweeting it out. Lived a lie for like probably a week or two. That's about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. She probably had to... Yeah, that's the thing. But, she did. but still, you know, how how difficult is that really to just spew hate, hate speech? It's not the art. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> um, damn, I wonder. <laughs> remember uh, remember that guy who was in the, well, he was, they brought him up on Jesus and Marrow. 
uh, that like four was he thirty or four years old and just like not working and like still living with his parents. Yeah. What if that guy sourced a GoFundMe page? You know, what mm. if he crowdsourced to live? I wonder if it would have worked in his favor too. Probably not, because he had like a kid that he was just not not paying attention to. Well, he had a kid. Yeah, he had a kid. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, it was super dark. Um, but. Anyways, enough about that guy, and also enough about Breitbart. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't think I, I could do it. How about you? I mean, like it's okay, the man. Tell me the truth, now. Man. I mean, if it was like maybe a week ago, mm. I mean, no way, no sir. Yep. Now I'm like forty bucks. About it. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do that because like nobody would even look at you after that. Nobody would hire you. Nobody, your friends would uh, probably leave. Unfriend you, yeah. Yeah. But you know, we're talking about me. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I Very similarly, I am soon to find myself without work. Um, mm. You want know, to say, thankfully, it wasn't due to a firing because um, that's kind of harsh. And yeah, I guess also leaves you a bit to reflect on maybe. But yeah, in this case, um, yeah, I really enjoyed where I was working and I started temporarily and, you know, there was no promise of me, of me, working full time here but um but yeah uh earlier today um i was speaking with uh a pal and a fellow uh thomal comedian her name is turka who we'll soon enough have on the show um we're aiming for november of 2019 of 2019 that's um, right um no we, we all got yeah we're gonna make that happen but either way uh i was chatting with her a little bit earlier today and uh you know she'd said um uh, as I shared this with her, she'd shared like, hey, you know, like when one door closes, another one opens. <laughs> and that led to both of us being like, what are those doors? Where are those doors? Where did that come from? Um, and friends, let me tell you, the only door that opens is unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only door <laughs> when one door closes. Uh, because unemployment is a set of swinging doors, you know, that even like a little gust of wind will blow open for you. Um, so just find some comfort in that, right? I mean, that's, that's all you can find do. Find some right? comfort. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also like that phrase because that's what, like, accomplished person says to, like, somebody that just got... Hey, yeah, fair. Employee. Yeah, you know what? You know, one door closes, yeah. another one will pop right that's open. You're right. like, man, what does that even mean? What does like, that what, mean? Where are these doors? Where are the damn keys? I've seen lots of doors in my life. Most of them being locked. Um, you know what I always think about? It's that that uh, Nike commercial where Kobe Bryant's like uh, on a stage. He's, he's talking. He's, he's talking doing a presentation. Of, he's talking a bunch of gibberish. He's like, oh, you to accelerate, you must climb and to be better. And then Kanye is like, what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? That's right, I remember that. And I always think about that when people say wild stuff like that. Right, 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 right. That's not like wild advice. That's like. You know, that's what you say. Sound what can is, you say? To so I suppose it's comforting, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know what? What else? What else do you hear? You know, there's something better out there for you. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. It is better than what I would say, which is hold your head up, King. <laughs> okay, King, hold your head. <laughs> that's all I needed to hear, actually. So maybe it isn't as bad uh, as those, but yeah, you know, yeah, I understand that. Uh, you know. Fingers crossed, like five, six years from now, five, six months from now, five, six hours from now, um, you know, I'm not unemployed and I'm looking into, uh, you know, I'm looking back and being like, wow, you know what? Something greater was there. But yeah, in the moment, you know, self-loathing just really takes over and you're just like, damn, this sucks. Um, and I think it's important to to just validate that a little bit, you know? Do you want to have a prayer for the unemployed? Um if you want to, if you want to lead that off, yeah, go for it, man. Okay, we should probably just uh, close our eyes and hold our hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just speaking yeah. that mic real quick. To those unemployed, we hope you get at least one interview call within the next week. We pray that you are able to pick up that call and not have it go to voicemail, and then you have to call the company back, and then them be like. Why didn't you pick it up that time when we called you? And you were like, well, I was doing something else. I was looking at loafers to purchase, possibly. And them hitting you like, ah, oh, you should always look at your phone, always be on the dot. And you being like, hey, I'm unemployed. I got time. 
and then them hitting you with, okay, we have a three-month contract that we would like you to work. And you being like, oh, we're at three months? Mm, that sounds amazing. Just three months, a three-month contract. That's what you think of me? And then, but you're not saying that to them. You're still desperate. So you say, hey, yeah, you know, I'm for sure down to do this three-month contract. And then being like, okay, we'll get in touch with you. And then they never get in touch with you for that three-month contract. But you know what? We're praying here today to hope that you get that interview or that second interview or that job that you actually want. Amen. Amen. Wow, thank you so much. I was... um Yeah, I felt like I, I entered like a sauna and came out, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's what that felt like. Thank you so much, Nuri. You're welcome. Wow. Um, but yes, on to, you know, we're going to keep it moving and uh, we're going to try and find some work. It, it's <laughs> it's just courage, you know? You just got to like fucking do work and like sit in front of a computer and tweak resumes over and over again. Like that's just it, you know? And brown nose over the internet and look at shit on LinkedIn and just exhausting it just sucks a lot you know it's no fun but yeah if it's the climate if it's the current climate then yeah i don't know on one hand it's like okay yeah I, this is just what i have to succumb to i just have to try harder mm. other days it's like yeah all this sucks <laughs> uh yeah why are we in this position mm. but um yeah of course it's always deeper than that and Sometimes we do have to succumb a little bit to uh, get to where we eventually want to be. Um, but hey, man, yeah, we're going to figure it out. And maybe uh, a couple months from now, we'll be looking back on this episode, talking about, you know, how some <laughs> other doors open. Or maybe we walked through yeah. the unemployment door and came back out. That's the that's the plan anyways. Um, but yeah, let's start talking about unemployment because that's... It's getting it's dark. It's too sad. Um, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's let's go into some questions. We had some uh, some viewers. We had some friends ask us over the internet. Of course, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer, uh, you know, keep up with us on our Instagrams at Krishna Chris at Navate Cocoa Butter. Um, you know, shoot us some questions. If there's any anything you want us to talk about, any topics, maybe any specific questions, you know. Um, oh shit, maybe I can, maybe I can finally do this. We can put our, our handles up above us. Oh damn, I'm going to do that again. All right here and right here, something like that. Or maybe here, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, um, let's take, let's take a look at, uh, some of what we got here. Okay. So this one we have to answer. Um, this one's from our good friend Gao. Um, Gao's a great guy. Talk to me about okay. Gal. You, you've done a little bit more work with Gal than I have, right? Yeah, we've, uh, you know, we've done some things. <laughs> you know, done some things. Done some things. Uh, Gal's a good pal who uh, who does some good work over at Spicy Water. Uh, we did episode uh, maybe maybe seventeen. I'm it was not early. sure. It was an early episode that yeah. we did with uh, with Vin, um, who also works on Spicy Water. So uh, Gal's a good guy and. He works on producing uh, another great podcast called Dash the Curry, um, who's hosted by Madisha. And that one's a really, really great podcast, and, and Gao does a lot of behind-the-scenes work for that. So you should check that out on all uh, all streaming platforms. But Gao asked us this question a long time ago, and we've neglected to answer it. And maybe because it's just a tough one, but, you know, uh, he was he's being persistent, and he asked it to us again. I've been dying to know who our top five artists are. Um and then he followed up by asking us why we don't love him. So I was like, oh, shit. I should probably stop neglecting uh, this. What you say? This was the second, was it? <laughs> second question is why don't you love me? Why don't you but, love me? Um, okay. But we do love you, Gal. And I don't love apologize. you, Gal. <laughs> Of course. Shout uh, out to Gal. And thanks for listening to this episode. But, all right, let's dive into it. Navek, man. Your top five artists. This, this is never-ending. This could be a whole episode because I don't have a top five. Anytime someone gives me a specific number to list anything or do anything, my first question is always, well, it's not that easy, you know? Because mm. um, it isn't. But um, off the top of your head, you know, go with go with what you feel, man. Frank Ocean, Young Lean, Kekadi, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> Shut the fuck 
two artists there. We're talking art. Are we talking art? We're talking art. We're talking art. <laughs> and ODB. Okay, uh, let's ODB. talk about let's talk R. about the R. last the one. King. Uh, let's talk about ODB then. Why uh, is ODB one of your favorite artists? He invented that style. Like it's so odd, you know mm. that style. In um, okay, the Wu Tang album came out in '93. Mm-hmm. At that time, we were coming off of um, Boogie Down Productions, Hard Boom Bap. Um, we were being introduced to West Coast with uh, with Dre. Okay, but in New York, because that's where he's, he's coming from, Staten Island. You know, the entire Wu Tang, it's all spitters. Right. It's all it's Ghostface. It's um, meth. It's you know, it's um thing I'm forgetting. Um, mad names, obviously Rizza and right. and uh, all them Inspector Deck, mm-hmm. and they're all spitting. And this guy is like giving them that wild style of like, Almost you know, I don't even goofy. know what that's. Yeah, it's like a a goofy kind of style. And this this allowed you know a lot of other people to Kid Cudi and like I don't know who else you'd say has that kind of even drum in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Um, there's like in more inflection and almost just kind of like, yeah. And then like, uh, I think it was last week or the week before a story came out about him doing the, uh, the remix for that Mariah Carey record. Oh yeah. And the story about that's wild. Like he came in, um, like on the phone just screaming and then they were like, Hey, can you, can you lay down the verse? And he's like, no, nah, I'm too tired. He goes to sleep. <laughs> then he wakes up for like 15 minutes, lays down one bar and then goes back to sleep. And then for like another 45, and he get, oh, he gets in the studio. I'm not, also, this is not exact. Right, right, right. Like he gets right. super late into the studio. Like he comes right. like at midnight or something like that. Right. And then he starts screaming for like alcohol. He needs like Henny or something wow. like that. And all the, or like some champagne. And all that he can get is like Heineken. So he throws the Heinekens on the ground. And then he does the same thing he also asked for 15 grand for his verse <laughs> which is at that time is unheard of in the 90s right. also for his verse right. <laughs> just if you verse. uh if you rap genius those that those bars it's kind of we can we can look them up right now cuz i think it's 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 legendary <laughs> <laughs> um this is a, quite a story uh you know in truth i i'm not going to pretend like i uh i know enough about like woo or um, at least about ODB and just like how, how much of like a character he was, but um, at least that was like personified or not at least, but it was very much personified in in uh, in just the way he uh, he he spat. Yeah, yeah, like I think he did the uh, me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifiers, <laughs> fell asleep for like an hour and then came back and did the. Old dirt dogs, no liar. Keep your fantasy hot like fire. <laughs> and then I'm a little bit of country. I'm a little bit of rock and roll, and I'm soul to soul. Big letters, all big and bold. Old dirty bastard across the globe. And then apparently uh, he did the bit where it's like New York in the house, mm. Brooklyn in the house, and I think he just said in that session New York in the house. Right. And they called him back to do the rest. And then he's like another fifteen grand. Oh my and god! And then he did he did that, and then to show up for the video, another fifteen grand. Wow. And then for the video, the video is so funny because also he's like the like realistically he's the worst person to work with, <laughs> but you know still like a great personality. Yeah. And then the stylist was like, "Hey, uh, what clothing can I get? Let's go to the store and let's pick out some clothing." He's like, "No, I don't need that. I'm wearing the clothes I'm rocking right Damn. now." And then. Uh, he goes to sleep or something, and then <laughs> obviously, and they're like, they wake him up to like it's his time to to do the video shoot, and he's like, uh, "You, yo, are you ready?" And he's like, "No, I need clothes. What do you think? <laughs> I need to get clothes right now." He, <laughs> That's some bullshit, man. He buys like some outlandish clothing, like he doesn't even need, obviously, and uh, <laughs> and goes to do it. R.I.P. Dirt dog. Yeah. Wow. Um, damn. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I I only care to ask about that one because I feel like yeah, on, on episodes previous we've definitely talked lots about Lean. We've definitely talked lots about extensively about Frank Ocean too. Uh, people seem to really be uh, excited about him being back on on Instagram. Eh? That's like something that I only took mm-hmm. in uh, a couple days ago. But um, yeah, yeah, and I think the shocker about that is that's mad regular. <laughs> 
Yeah. There's like screenshots of him on FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random pictures of things outside. Like, it's not what we expected. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, like an artist's Instagram is so groomed Mm -hmm. to like the best pictures of themselves, you know, their whatever they're dropping, artwork and stuff like that. But this is just like, you know, like a regular person. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I think it was almost like very intentional. Just Or maybe that's why he had to separate himself so much from it because he was just like, yeah, true. Uh, this is a lot, you know, a lot to, lot to handle. Um, okay, cool. So to repeat, we said Frank Ocean, Young Lean, uh, Kid Cudi. Leonardo da Vinci. Get rid of Leonardo da Vinci. Give Leonardo me a real, da Vinci. Give me a real answer. That's are we talking art or are we talking art? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would actually say Dieter Rams, you know, <laughs> just as like an architect, you know, um, Phil Knight, you know, if we want to talk about real <laughs> art, um, no, but, um, no, I would say, honestly, honestly, I, like I geek out about this guy way too much, but River Tiber hundred percent mm. is like a top five for me. I just can't get enough. Um, yeah. Everything that guy does is like, yeah, it's just genius to me. I just like, I can't wait until. He actually, no, I knock on wood. I take that back. I almost like don't want him to, or at least I want to meet him before he does be, you know, become like untouchable because mm. he deserves it. I think he's really, really talented. Yeah, definitely. Um, Earl Sweat for me, that guy is like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, I feel I find myself more gravity, gravitated towards him. Main, I think mainly due to like the like complexity of his past and thinking about how like little transparency there like really has been. I mean, in his music, kind of, um, but again, his like poetic nature makes it sometimes very difficult or come kind of cryptic. And uh, yeah, that adds this like layer of, of mystery, which I really like. But it's like mystery, but also like uh, pain of some kind, which I which I've always kind of found really uh, really intriguing. Um, but I also think that, like, you know, with his, his Red Bull show and, like, the, the like, new song that we heard, new, Nowhere to Go. What do you think about that? Uh, I enjoyed it, man. Again, it very much felt like a, a catharsis for him, just, like, putting something out and also just, like, talking about what he was, like, feeling um, since, you know, almost, like, the last time he recorded. Um, so I thought that was really great. And, yeah, I, I was almost, re- yeah, re- like, relieved a little bit to, like, hear this music but also kind of know that, like, okay, this guy's like needing some reflecting, some healing. You know, his father passed away just earlier this year. Um, and then Mac as well. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, speaking of Mac, oh my gosh, mm. I, I watched the uh, the YouTube. I on YouTube, I watched the uh, like the benefit concert. Same. And um, yeah, man, I think what like got me um, was at the end seeing uh, like Vince Staples crying while like holding or like consoling Mac's mother. Um, because Vince is like yeah, that's Vince is like someone who too also, um, yeah. I, I I think like I don't know if he'll go on this top five list, but Vince is up is really up there for me. Because very similarly, Great. again, just like um, clearly, yeah, has like come from or and has experienced a lot of pain, but is also uh, uh, I think he I didn't I only watched like a clip of it, but he on like one of one of the. One of the many, you know, Joe Budden interview type things that he does now. Um, he kind of talks about how, like, yeah, like, I don't rap about, like, being broke. Like, I rap about, like, why me and everyone else around me are broke and the systems mm-hmm. and, and all the things that are in place to, to keep it this way. Um, and that, for me, is, just like, um, is like, yeah, a truly, like, remarkable thing to witness. It's not like, a, oh, man, like, good for that guy. It's like, yo, like, he's experienced all these things, and this is a life that he's been, you know, yeah, he's gone through. Um, and he like, he like saw, not even saw through it, but like, yeah, it was like critical and like engaged enough to think enough about it to be like, hold on a second. Like there's like something bigger than us taking place to, that's keeping us this way, you know? Um, yeah. So I think that's like, that's super wild. And, and more importantly, yeah, everything that we know or hear about Vince is like, again, he's very funny. His like humor is very dry. He's not a very emotional person or at least publicly, um, so to kind of see him like breaking down like that, it's like, man, God damn, you know, mm. clearly, yeah. I couldn't even make it through the whole thing. I was just like, this is just too. It's too sad. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, these people are great performers. Of course, all the best artists mm. pretty much pack. Yep. Um, Earl, you know, Miguel, Travis Scott, yeah. Tons of people, Action Bronson. But it's just like the, the reason that they're all there is like, yeah, 
Yeah, you know, I actually, the most I, depressing. yeah, I hear you. I actually had to skip all of the like upbeat songs. I like I couldn't do them. Like I couldn't do the Travis. Like I, I skipped through a lot of it just because I was like, oh man, like it is very somber. It is a very difficult thing to like accept. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so what did I say? I said River Tiber. I said um, Earl Sweat. Honestly, this is like, yeah, goddamn it, gal. This is not an easy question for me to answer whatsoever. Um, James Blake, for sure, will go in there. Um, yeah, all time, just like uh, very much at a forefront of a lot of like, just a lot of great sounds. Um, yeah, this list is forever growing. It's never going to be, clearly I'm taking far too long to answer it because I can't think of the other two. But like, yeah, I feel like easy ones would be like to say Kendrick maybe. Um, but yeah, frig man, protest the hero. I'll put them in there. Yeah. Uh, the album fortress is like best albums of all time for me. And who is my last one? Who have I said so far? I said Earl, River Tiber, James Blake, protest the hero. And, um, Michelangelo. There we go. There's my fifth. Okay, I was being a dick, but I'm gonna take out Leonardo. <laughs> okay. And I see that's the thing. Like, there's, there's three other artists I can think of, which okay. is Vince, because Winter in Prague is incredible mm-hmm. to me. Shout out S. K. Laflair. I don't know yeah. where he is. Yeah, I don't know where that guy. Damn, S. K. Laflair was f- so great back then. I don't know where he is. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm just remembering his intro. Like, it's so stupid, but it's great. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Daniel C's. Because wow. I was thinking about that. Who is an artist that doesn't have a bad song? Hmm, yeah. I don't know a bad song by him. Fair. Fair enough. I'm still yeah. on the fence about Who Hurt You. I'll be honest. I'm really? still I'm still on the fence a little bit about it. Uh, I love it. Yeah? I love him talking that shit. Like that, <laughs> that, I mean, a lot of people hate it. Uh, well, a lot of people are divided. Right. You know, because of what the content is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, because, yeah, I was talking about this with uh, Savithan Shao, Savithan. Because Sujo. Sujo. Sujo is, I shouldn't have said his government, but Sujo. <laughs> because, you know, some can say that he made maybe one of the best love songs wow. of last year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe two. True, know? yeah. And then to go and switch to this subject matter. Yeah, like everyone's a big like, oh, switch. Shoot. Who hurt you, Daniel Caesar? Yeah, mm-hmm. fair. Um, uh, but yeah, I will replace Michelangelo and I'll put Tyler. Tyler Crater for sure. There you go. There are my five. There you go, gal. Painstakingly answered your goddamn question for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, How dare you try and box me into five? Um, But no, the list goes on, and I'm sure we'll reach them at some point. Uh, So thank you for that question. Benny Sings. Oh, Benny Sings. There you go. Not bad. Yeah, there's like a whole. Oh, man. There's too many. Um, Okay. Uh, thank you for that again, Gao. Um, this isn't a question. Well, this is kind of a question. This is from our pal Eliza. Um, she says, can I ever be a part of your podcast? Hey man, you live in Italy. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So come through to Canada or, you know, find a way for us to pull up to Italy. And then, yeah, you can definitely be on this podcast. Um, or maybe we'll reel you in via Skype, you know? Shout out the internet. Um, but also thank you to Eliza for listening to the show and supporting the show overseas, man. Well, that's big. Shout out to him. You know what? If I, like, a goal of mine is to go to Italy. Mm. Down to do we the We got to visit her, man. We got to visit her. Um, down to uh, make the pod super international. Super international. That's right. Um, okay, we got another question here. Just as tricky as freaking guys. This one's from Kadeem. Uh, Kadeem asks, three favorite albums this year. Man, uh, there's lots. There's too many. We're gonna we'll we'll go past three. We'll just go uh, beyond three. We're not even gonna use the arbitrary number. We're just gonna do honorable mentions. You know, albums that have come out this year that have been great. Uh, as we said, uh, Vince Staples FM, Vince dumb good, sure. dumb good, dumb good. Um, um, Iridescence, Brockhampton, phenomenal, oh, amazing, great album. Um, Kitsy Ghost for me. And it's kind of early. Like, I I maybe listened to it, like, six times, but I like the Pack album. Oh, nice. Okay, wow. So far. I have yet to listen to it. Um, Serpent with Feet, I got to see them perform this year. Uh, they put out a project called Soil that was, like, dumb hard. Orchestral, I would say. Orchestral. Um, so that project, really good. Um, what else is good? Uh, Heaven's Only Wishful by More More. 
really good as well. Um, there was a couple others that I was looking into prior to recording this episode, so I would have an answer instead of just sitting here saying I'm over and get over and over well, again. Hive uh, is Hive Mind, yeah, Hive Mind uh, by the Internet, stupid good. Um, what did you think about Forever by Jazz Cartier? Were you into it? I thought it was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I need to actually listen to that more, but I thought there were some cool songs in there. Okay, yeah, on the fence, on the fence for me. Um, I mean, Astroworld. I mean, I feel like yeah, you're into it. That's like a unanimous. Kind yeah, of fair. It, it was. I mean, I think for Travis, enough. There's enough criticism, but at the same time, like yeah, you can't go anywhere without hearing Sicko Mode play. So, fair. Kudos to him. Um, what else was really good? Sean Leon. Sean Leon. God damn it. God damn it uh, is all I have to say about his project. Um, <laughs> the Carter Five? Me. Mm, I mean, no. no. Sadly. Sorry. Um, Negro Swan, Blood Orange. Phenomenal Great. album. Amazing. Um, the new Mick Jenkins project, very similar to Anderson Packhorn, only came out not that long ago, but really good really fun or not fun like in the traditional sense but uh fun to hear mick again going in and going really hard with his bars um what else am i, I there's tons that i'm missing yeah i i i mean i am not as large a kid cuddy fan as most people um and it's not like a distaste thing but it's just uh, yeah, he's not someone that i've invested that much energy into um but uh, daytona super oh, super daytona. much enjoyed um, yeah, amazing Daytona. Because, yeah, we could probably sit and look over just those, was it five releases by uh, the Good Music Camp this summer? Talk about which ones we liked and didn't like from there. But, um, yeah, lots of lots of music from there. And um, you always forget the stuff that comes out in, like, January, January, mm. February, unfortunately. Omar Apollo put out a project this year. Um, Stone Woman, Charlotte Wilson was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of even just some of the people that we got to see live this year um, who put out some music. Oh, man, Redemption by Eastside Johnny, J-Rock. That was a phenomenal album. Oh, you like that, eh? I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Really? Um, okay. I think J-Rock is like kind of, he, he like goes in over goofy beats sometimes that I think was like, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And like mm. all the heaters on that project were like really good heaters. Uh, may or may not be because he involved Kendrick on them, but still really fun, like, uh, the uh, Wow Freestyle, phenomenal. Um, obviously, Win is like a crazy, crazy radio yeah. hit. Um, her put out some good stuff as well. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Really her. good project by her. Um, God damn. What else? There's too much. There's too much, Kadeem. God damn it. Um, but there you go. That's what we'll start with for the time being. Uh, lots of good projects. Some that might still come out by the end of the year. Um, yeah. Six nine dropping the twenty oh, third. Is it actually? This month? Uh, yeah. Oh damn it. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh, Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> okay, this one's from uh uh good pal of the show, Matt Douglas. Matt Douglas asks, Can all triangles be love triangles if you love triangles? That's a question for you to answer, Navik. Can all triangles be triangles if you love triangles? What's his name? <laughs> his name is Matthew Douglas. Matthew, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man. I, hopefully not. I mean, love triangles are not sick. <laughs> they don't sound good. I think you want like a line. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, in terms yeah, yeah, of yeah. Love, you probably want one line. Mm, just a point A, a point B. Yeah, you don't want like three lines together. No, 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 no. Definitely not. I agree. Um, but hey, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, yo, those are pretty good questions. Is that the last question? Uh, we have one more, oh, which okay. I think we can we can maybe end on here. Um, yeah, let's see how we're doing for time. We're doing we're doing pretty good for time. This one's from our uh, our good pal Valley Valraj out in London, out in the UK, in it, mate. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> see, what, what am I say? What, what do what they say over there? What do they say? Let me get uh, me? a a chicken for four quid. <laughs> In it, in it. Um, that's, man that, man. <laughs> that's what they say over there. That's definitely how Valraj talks. Uh, but Valraj asks, uh, where do we... 
Oh, he says, uh, where do we draw the line to cancel artists, public figures, ex- public figures, etc.? What are our thoughts on cancel culture? Great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super good question, and not something we've spoken about on this uh, this show before. Uh, how do you feel about it, particularly with artists? Because uh, I feel like that's that's you know a domain that we often talk about or engage with. Yeah, how do you feel about it? If you're abusing people, I feel like it's fair to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Abusing people physically, sexually, you know that's super fair. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes people dig too deep, like uh, Brother Nature. Okay. Almost got canceled recently. Who's Brother Nature? Please tell me bro- oh. Brother Nature. Um, known for his videos with deer. Oh, yes. Canela. Yeah, Canela, yeah. Yeah. And when he was 12, he tweeted out... You know what's funny? He tweeted out a Tyler the Creator lyric from Bastard, and people were like... And it was like a Hitler lyric. People were like, this guy liked Hitler when he was 12. And mm. no, it was Tyler the Creator. But he also said some other wild stuff when he was 12. And yeah, people were like, get him out of here. But, you know... He was 12. Right. And I'm going to be honest. When I was 12, I did not have Twitter, but said some wild stuff as well. Right. And nobody cares because there's no record of that. Right, right, right. So I feel like that, Mm. you know, trying to do that. Because, I mean, now he's, I feel like he's a, I mean, I don't know him, obviously. I just know the videos. Yeah. And I feel like he's genuinely sorry for, for what he said. And I feel like, you know, maybe he's a good person now. Right. He's trying to flip that. Right. Yeah, I think. Oftentimes, a follow-up discussion to that is like, oh, someone didn't know better, someone didn't know better, is that uh, when it comes to, like, growing or, like, learning, um, I, I, like, I've spoken to you about it before, but generally speaking, I, always, I, I like, I choose to to not speak about, like, wokeness or being woke, because uh, I, I think it adds into uh, a little bit of what you're just saying now, which is that, like, we're we're not we're not perfect, nor are we like, are we, are are we enlightened enough to know, uh, anything and everything to like, yeah, to know our, our fully like our position in the world and the position of others in the world and how we kind of interact and engage and, um, play a part in bettering the, the world around us or, or playing a positive role in the world around us. But, um, you know, we're, a lot of people are trying, you know, I, I, yeah, I would say, we can like try to be good or we can like try to be awake. Um, Mm. but that's very much like a a lifelong, lifelong kind of process. Um, but either way, um, when it comes to this, yeah, becoming more engaged or becoming more educated or becoming more understanding, um, oftentimes we do need to like reflect on things that we've done in the past. Um, and, um, yeah, potentially like make peace with those things. Um, you know, and, and in this case, it's, you know, saying some, some potentially or likely insensitive things, um, and not thinking about, yeah, what, what the repercussions might've been or, um, or like, yeah, reflecting on whether or not saying those things were bad. Right. Cause there's a, there's a difference between like, uh, yeah, there's a difference between, um, let's, we'll be explicit here, uh, saying like using like the R word to describe, yeah, as like an adjective, right? Um, yes, I'm very much culprit of like using that word probably up until I was like 13, until someone had stopped me. was like, hey, that's actually very insensitive. Um, and it took going to like a few of the people that were like in my classroom and like also reminding of reminding them of the same thing, just being like, yo, hey, someone actually told me that it's that's actually insensitive for these reasons. Um, and... I think I was very lucky in that point where it like I was told immediately or very shortly after and in a, in a very small space of like how it affects people and how saying the word can make people feel around you. Um, and yeah, it took like apologizing and also took understanding that it was like wrong. Um, whereas, you know, we, we can also grow up in a world where like you're told something is like bad or like, Hey, don't do that or you're going to get in trouble or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, you, you don't actually internalize like why it's bad, right? It's more so of like a fear of or like, you know, not wanting to to dissent or, or do something different. Um, you know, the idea of like, oh, like, you know, you shouldn't say, you shouldn't say the N-word. Um, oftentimes that's interpreted as don't say the N-word around black people because they don't like it mm. when that's not the case. It's like, it's, yeah. 
don't say it ever, right? And understand why it's a, why it's a problem for saying it. Um, so in this case, yeah, of course we do. We don't know this guy. Um, but if you were to say something insensitive, perhaps someone did tell him at a certain point, it was just like, hey, don't say that. And they didn't tell him why. Um, you also, know. yeah, it's fair to assume people grow. You know, it's like uh, using that word, not fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were 10, people probably let that fly. Right. Seeing that now is kind of wild. Yeah, like we're staring at you if you use that. Mm. Obviously telling you, like, why are you using that? But, um, yeah, people grow up. People improve themselves. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it will always kind of be uh, a bit nuanced. It, it, I think, for me, it will always come down to uh, to uh, the accountability of someone, right? If someone says they're sorry, if someone says, hey, like, you know, I, I did some wrong, um, then... I think it's fair to uh, place like a, a bit of a magnifying glass on that person afterwards um, and see just how they choose to respond to criticism, but also, you know, realizing that like something wrong was done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not, I, again, I didn't follow, what's his name again? Well, his name on Twitter is uh, Cold Game Kev, I think. Oh, but that's then Brother it, yeah. Nature. Brother like, Nature, so right, right, right. Um, so I don't know how Brother Nature followed up with this. Like, I know he, he does like a lot of, he does very many acts of benevolence. He like sends a lot of clothes and stuff back to like Costa Rica. Um, and he did a lot of stuff uh, after a lot of floods that took place down over there. Um, but again, yeah, oftentimes, uh, people in like public spaces or who have like the capacity to like make some kind of mass change or some kind of help in that sense, um, tend to those things it's like hey i realize like what i did wrong and this is in this is the way that like i'm gonna i'm gonna choose to like i guess this is where it becomes finicky this is like are you just trying to right your wrongs right are you just trying to be like oh this like negates what i did mm-hmm. or is it something that you genuinely care about that's like a that's a tough space that we'll never really be able to um like not monitor but like maybe influence right it's like uh, that's where the dissonance is um so it, the only thing we can do is like, yeah, challenge them to, to hold themselves accountable or, you know, if they don't feel like holding themselves accountable, you hurt them in like the ways that, uh, that they've like needed you. Right. Which is at the end of the day, it comes down to like mo- monetary investment. Right. If it's an artist, especially it's like, Oh, are you going to listen to this artist? Are you going to choose to support them, buy their tickets or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it, it really will, at least for me, kind of come down to like a, assessing each each situation, um, and yeah, doing 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 your best to to remain critical, but also st- still be sensitive to like the groups that have been hurt. Because um, yeah, I, I like yeah, there are a lot of people who just deserve no love or no sympathy, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know who those people are, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, and a lot of them exist. And there are some people who s- are still in like a gray space, right? Like, uh, yeah, I, I truthfully, I don't like going back to this example because of how complex and how complicated it is. But like, are people are people really going to forget anything or everything Kanye just did because he tweeted like, oh, my words got twisted and I have yeah. no political affiliation now, you know? Um, yeah, that's another thing, like... Because, yes, he did support, you know, the Republicans, but he didn't yeah. actually do any, but his support did kind of was used to get, like, the black vote. I mean, there's, uh, there's know? yeah, there's so many, so many layers. But uh, does he deserve to be canceled for that? Again, we've yet to hear some kind of, like, real reflection on the matter, right? And I think that, for me is like where I now find myself in like a, in a gray space where I'm just like, I, I don't know. I need to hear that like this guy's like really thought about it or he's like, listen to any of the, you know, thousands of people around him who've been like, Hey, this is messed up. And like, I hope you're thinking about the consequences here. Um, cause yeah, like, you know, the easy answer is to be like, Oh, like what did he really do? Or how did he really affect this? Or like, Oh, he stopped now. Um, but yes, like, the same thing we can like stop saying the n-word but we can also stop saying it and still uh and still believe that it's not a bad thing you know that's like a very 
real thing. That's how like we live amongst racists and like still get along. It's because they know that like making a comment or like treating you any differently because of your race, or your ethnicity is bad. But you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> when it comes to that voting ballot and it says them and their choices, right? It's like, yeah. yeah. How, how much control do you really have unless someone is like really, someone has really thought about it or really reflected on it. Um, so a tricky one, really good question, Balraj. Um, and you know, kind of an ongoing, ongoing battle. Um, because yes, like, of course we want to hold our favorite artists and our favorite public figures to the, the highest regard. But, um, yeah. In, in what ways are we then complacent when we, choose to like continue to support them without without questioning them or, or questioning what they what they say or what they do right given their their kind of power and influence um but i think we've just about reached the end of this episode you know what uh should i save my vince vaughn hate for next oh uh, no let's do it I, c- I actually forgot about vince vaughn let's let's talk about vince vaughn yeah it's not much so Last night I was watching The Breakup on Netflix. And <laughs> Why were you watching The Breakup? I just wanted to watch... I was in the mood for a rom-com. Okay. Because I'm down for them. There, there are good ones. There are bad ones. This one was a bad one. Because mm-hmm. it's very typical, you know. Vince Vaughn is the, the guy in the relationship that hates the ballet. Who's <laughs> going to the ballet? All right. Like, who's even thinking about... I mean... If there still is the ballet, because I don't even, I haven't heard nothing about the ballet. It's thing. <laughs> Shout out Brennaby. Brennaby is still going to ballets out here and learning lots about uh, fine art, aka Eurocentric art. But that's, it's a real thing. That's good. But how are you still hating on the ballet? <laughs> like right. that's this whole thing. I hate the ballet. I only like to play Grand Theft Auto oh, and right, boxing right. games. Right. Uh, while I'm in this relationship with this girl that wants me to do things, but I don't want to do anything. Mm and shit like that and I, it just made me wonder like this guy had such a streak in the early 2000s to like almost late 2000s of good movies no of, of just being movies? in movies in oh, general oh just yeah, yeah relevancy how <laughs> yeah how, how does he? a guy who looks literally like he doesn't drink water you know yeah, I mean I look like him after 17 burritos <laughs> yeah. how is he getting looked over how are they picking him Instead of all the other white guys, pretty much, (laughs) they weren't picking up any Asian or brown guys. Oh, of course not. I mean, not even like, they weren't even picking like Idris Elba. Oh, God, of course not. They were like, Vince Vaughn, that's the guy. The guy that looks like, what can you even describe him as? Like, yeah, that's a good description. (laughs) The guy who doesn't, hasn't had a drop of water in like (laughs) five years. He is just like lumps, you know? He doesn't (laughs) piss liquid. Um, Vince Vaughn looks like uh, a wet backpack. Oh man, um, Vince Vaughn looks like um, drywall. Damn, Vince Vaughn looks like um, <laughs> Vince Vaughn looks like an eighty-year-old man trapped inside of. No, he looks like he's eighty, but somehow he's still forty. <laughs> Just a shit ton of plastic surgery or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Vince Vaughn looks like a. Uh, like a dirty car carpet, yeah. you know? You know what I mean? Like the little carpet dirty. mats. At oh, the bottom yeah. Of the car. Well, I know that wasn't a good one, guys. This is why I, I don't do stand-up. Um, what else does Vince Vaughn look like? Vince Vaughn looks like... <laughs> I don't I know. I mean, well, the point is, like... <laughs> looks like a guy he, who doesn't drink water, man. That's... How did he get to where he is? Like, I mean, we know he's white, but... Yeah. I mean, maybe he's actually funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know. And that's another thing. Like, he's not that funny. Like, it's just like anxious comedy. That's him. He's just like, yeah, what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? I hate <laughs> this. I, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? I want to do this. Fuck you. It's like, that's oh, it. Oh, that's it. That's, that's exactly. All you, that's all you got going. There's literally nothing else underneath you. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Vince Vaughn, I mean, man. I'm kind of glad James. he's gone, you know? Kevin, oh, man. He's funnier than him. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. When I was when I was nine years old, I enjoyed watching King of Queens, but it's okay. I grew up. No, that's King King Queens is good. I think it's good. Yeah. Personally. Okay. Thank you for not listening to me because everything yeah. after that show was just piss <laughs> awful. But I don't I know. Mean, damn! Look what happened to the people of King Queens. Like the girl went on to be like a Scientologist, Leah oh, Remini. 
went on to be Scientology. <laughs> Kevin James went on to be a, a mall cop. <laughs> a mall cop too. Like, <laughs> damn. So like they both went in terrible directions. Yeah. Like the same. Some say the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Scientology really as bad as <laughs> being a mall cop <laughs> in a movie? Not even in real life. Scientology equals mall cop. Oh shit. Uh, damn, that's, Fair to that's, say. that is. Um, well, hey, thank you, know, you for getting up. that out. Let me just check if the thing is still playing. Sure. Yeah, we should exactly probably like check. Oh, it's still going. Nice. You do a little fade out there. Yeah, Kevin James, man. <laughs> uh, that's where we're gonna put a fake spot. We're gonna. I hope you enjoyed that fake sponsorship, which we'll add into. Uh, put in right where we needed that transition but anyways we reached the end of this episode thank you very much for tuning in to episode 58 um, as always I'm Chris aka Chris aka not Chris aka the Thumb Hemingway aka Bastion Sacks I don't fight I just get beat up aka Little Poopy Dirt aka K Bastion Diovinko aka Dr. Do Too Little aka It's Not Me It's Not You we're just going through a tough time right now as always I'm with Navek hey it's Navek aka Navek aka Mr. Run Up On Your Girl say hello then run away A.K.A. the Tamil Tyrese, A.K.A. Tukak Shapur, A.K.A. Little Couch. And you're watching episode 58 of High Top Flip Flops on YouTube, on SoundCloud, hopefully on Spotify soon. Once I get a message back from the IT of the place that's trying to get us on Spotify. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. Tell us if you thought this was trash or good um one or the other it's gotta be good or trash that's all you can say or leave a thoughtful comment you know what you liked what you didn't like what you think of uh cancel culture what you think of our top fives who are your top fives you know tell us all of these things um who's your bottom five who's your bottom five <laughs> yeah who's your bottom five who are your least five your views players? on mall cop your views on scientology yeah your views on scientology as well um yeah that's about it any last words are we talking art or are we talking art? <laughs> talking art. art. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, on a serious note, though, and we uh, we didn't really talk about it in this episode, but hopefully we get a chance to talk about it soon. Um, if you're from Ontario and you're keeping up with local politics, um, the PC government is essentially trying to erase uh, trans folk uh, from being represented just about anywhere, and that's not okay. And there's lots of different ways that you can help out. And we'll put some in our description for both the episodes on SoundCloud and uh, on the audio format, as well as our video format, because um, there's lots of ways that you can help and support the trans folk of Ontario and potentially Canada too, um, because trans rights are human rights. And that's it. Uh, this is episode 58. Also conservative. Uh, people who are, are part of the conservative party or conservatives in general are true garbage. True garbage. Built like... Christmas dinners. That's what they are. Um, hey, thanks again for listening. Mm. We'll see you guys soon.
Yeah.